CTE month, which is in February, celebrate CTE as well as can be used for a recruiting event, especially for next year's courses. Now, many schools are having their course requests either in February or shortly thereafter. While you might at the moment, because we are in March, you could be exhausted from all the CTE-ness that happened in February, promoting and recruiting for your program is not over. So most schools will base their master schedules on those first course requests, but students will still change their schedules. Now, this doesn't mean that the entire master schedule will change based on those influxes or decreases because they are pretty minor, but adding those students can impact your courses the following years. So we are talking about long game strategy in today's episode. Maintaining or increasing enrollment, staying on top of ever-changing content, incorporating best teaching practices. These are just some of the challenges that we face as CTE teachers. Welcome to the On Your Prep podcast. My mission is to empower every career and technical educator to love going to work each day because they are teaching what they are passionate about in addition to applying great teaching principles. So I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. You need to be showing up and doing things consistently. And I actually heard an analogy today saying that that is the bare minimum. Showing up and being consistent is like going to work every day with pants on. So you've got to be doing it. So when it comes to recruiting for your programs, you do need to make sure that you are always presenting yourself. So we're going to be talking about different ways and different strategies that can help you stay consistent and make it so that it's not much more work for you than your teaching job already is. So the first thing we're going to talk about is keep promoting and recruiting by celebrating your students. So the end of the school year brings many different ways to celebrate students. If you haven't started yet, highlight those students regularly. So this can be done with some sort of weekly student spotlight. You'll want to get their photo and gather some sort of testimonial or even questions to the following answers. So what is your career goal? What are your hobbies? Why did you decide to take this specific course? What is your favorite part of this course? What advice would you give to future course students? More information about spotlighting students uh, can be found on a previous episode, specifically episode 14, which I will link in the show notes. But then there are also some different blog posts and articles on my website that you may be interested in checking out to find more out about doing those student spotlights. So you do want to be strategic in how often and the order that you post them. So if you want to recruit more female students, post your female spotlights more frequently, even if you don't have that ratio of female to male, you can still post them more frequently to attract those students. Make sure your students and your parents see these spotlights, even if you need to send them via email. Families love to brag about their students being spotlighted, so let them do the sharing for you. As you get closer to the end of school year, celebrate the post-secondary choices your students are making. Are they choosing to go to a technical college, or will they be signing on with a trade union or are they starting an internship 
or whatever they choose to do, whether it's higher ed, post-secondary, whatever they're doing, make sure to highlight those choices that those students are making and make a big deal out of those choices and the next steps that they will be taking. Okay, the second way to keep promoting is by showcasing final projects. So now that your students have learned most of your content, it is time for them to be applying that knowledge. This can be done in the form of some sort of final project. With your students working more independently, you may have some more time to take photos and videos. Many of those photos will be used next year, not just now. So this is a way to get ahead of the game. So we are fascinated with the before and afters of just about everything. So there's a popular example on social media right now, where it's like where we started and where we are now. So you can highlight where your students have started and where they are now. And maybe there are some things that you have done. So if you have examples of some of the work that you produced when you were in high school or in some sort of post-secondary education to where your skill is now. But you could really look at those students who may have been in your program for multiple years. What did some of their work look like when they first started versus what does it look like now? So do you have a sample of what maybe even if it's not the same student, but a level one student has versus an advanced student? Better yet, do you have a beginning project and advanced project from the same student? What have your students been working on all year or the semester? Typically, your end of level projects are the big projects that combine all of the skills the students have mastered since being in your course or courses. Your students will love to show off what they are working on. They are proud of it. So let them really be highlighted in that. So have them describe their project in a video that you can use to promote your program or transcribe for a website write-up. So remember, you can use these at any time. They don't just have to be now. This is a great time to also show all the behind the scenes. So your students are also at the point where they can actually teach or explain to others what they are doing. So have your students give a tour of your lab or your shop. Explain to them different things that they're doing, maybe different equipment that they're using. Let them be the guides since they have that information and knowledge at this point in the school year. The final thing that I'm going to talk about today about promoting and recruiting is by highlighting the next step in the career journey. So right now is a great time to show those next steps for your current students. Continue to show your current students where they go from here. Is there a specific class that they should take next? So I'm talking more about your lower classmen rather than your upperclassmen because we already talked about highlighting those upperclassmen and where they are continuing to, but we are specifically focusing on those lower classmen and the ones that you currently have. So connect with some sort of post-secondary options to highlight for your current or future students. So you've got your technical colleges, your trade schools, your universities and unions, and they would love to visit your classes as guest speakers now. So once again, 
it is something that you could do with your upperclassmen, but really your lowerclassmen, this is getting them hooked so that they can take more of your classes. So other great options for guest speakers are former students who are working in your career field or are only one step or two ahead of your current students. So your students want to know what it's like being a nursing student or a freelance designer or a pipe fitter. They want to be able to see themselves. And if you can have someone who's only one or two steps ahead of them, it really helps them relate. So whether these guests are guest speakers, field trips, or virtual speakers, take photos and video. Get a bio from your speaker. Write down all of the questions and answers or your frequently asked questions. So I've got some here that I want to share with you. So here are some things that you could prepare your guest speaker. So what made you interested in this particular career? How did you choose? And then if they went to trade school, university, apprenticeship, so how did they choose that post-secondary education? If you were to do it again, what changes would you make? What is your advice for a student who wants to go into blank. What surprised you the most about post-secondary education? What other possibilities will there be in your education? So these are some great ways to continue to promote and recruit for your classes, even if you have just finished with your course requests. So the school year, the end of the school year is a great time for you to take a ton of photos and videos, especially because your students are further along in your courses and they're doing projects, big things that really will photograph and video well. Your students are also at the point where they can explain what they're doing to others. So spend some time creating student spotlights to show diversity in gender, race, disabilities, and interests of your students. And make sure that you are collecting some behind the scenes. This is a, once again, this is a fabulous time to get that done. And then you can actually use the content that you get right now. So those videos and those pictures, you can then make sure that you can use that in your strategy for all all of next year. And then finally, invite some guest speakers who are one or two steps ahead of your current students so that they can see themselves in those speakers and relate to them and get excited about your program and the careers that it offers. Today, I talked a lot about doing videos and photos and give you some questions. But if you are really wanting to write captions or write blurbs that you can put on your school website or send to your PR person that really explains what is going on in your courses, make sure that you grab my free done for you captions. They are specifically geared to CTE teachers and promoting classes and your programs and what you are doing with your students. And you can get those at kristenmasick.com forward slash captions. Until next week.